0: After Dark, a podcast that is slowly climbing up the stairs, fighting its way from floor to floor to get to the top and face that boss before jumping out a window. I'm Alex. Is
1: there anything scarier than a farm? All those animals <laughs> and corn. Why's the corn keep growing? I don't know. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And that you're listening
0: to weird. Riverdale After Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale. We're gonna be talking about Chapter 52, the raid. The raid. Get out! Get out of your roaches. Yeah, we're I talking know. about the raid. Get it.
1: I got no, you. No, like yeah, the no, buck no. spray. Yeah, that's, yeah right, was course that course. Kills that's what I said. Ray. That's what the roaches <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> they hate it. Uh, so this is the latest episode of the show. This is a post-musical episode. There's no singing in this episode at all. No, man. Uh, first none. one in a while. Yeah. Uh, Needed more songs, to be honest. More gargoyle songs. You think they should
1: just spread out the musical episode? Would you be happy if every episode of the show was a musical? Yes. No. No, No, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're ridiculous. Come on, man. No,
0: here's the thing. I think Riverdale is at its truest, best form when it is a musical. Boo.
1: I mean,. I'll give you that, but that doesn't... So what? Candy's good, but you can't eat it every day. Yeah, exactly. And Alex, you need to stop. That's I, the
2: thing. you got to spread it out so it's so I do. enjoyable Breakfast, when it Breakfast, lunch, and s- dinner. That's what I have my candy. Yeah.
1: And let me be honest. You're eating more candy than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're sneaking this snack. I'm
0: supposed to have a snack.
1: Yeah, you are supposed to have a snack. Yeah, I'm, you're on
0: in, a, I'm on the candy diet. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. All
1: right.
2: Let's get
0: into this. I don't think so. I think we need to t- keep talking about eating candy. All right. And so should we talk about Fizzle Rocks instead and do a little bit of candy? Recale. Uh, All right, so here's what's going on so far on Riverdale. Bunch of stuff, as usual. As we mentioned, (laughs) uh, last week we had the Riverdale musical, Heather's lots of stuff went down there. Uh, Specifically, Cheryl Blossom worked through a bunch of issues
1: uh, through Through the musical,
0: reconciled with her girlfriend, Tony, who doesn't show up
1: at all this episode. So the reconciliation sort of questionable. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well,
0: it comes up again this episode so it's probably important to mention. Uh, Also, Betty Cooper is in Investigating the farm, as you mentioned. That's the cult that has taken over a good 50% of Riverdale. It's led by a guy named Edgar Evernever, played by Chad Michael Murray, who was introduced in the last episode. Beautiful man. Doing some creepy clapping. (laughs) You're fucking so creepy. (laughs) Uh, Doing some creepy clapping at the end of the episode. His daughter is named Evelyn Evernever. She is, I think it's even generous to say frenemies with Betty. Like, she wants to kind of be friends with Betty, sort of, but they really don't like each other. They're nasty. They're, yeah. they're not getting. They, 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 <laughs> they nasty. They nasty. They uh, nasty. So the farm is actively recruiting people, including Kevin Keller, has already been sucked into the farm. Oh, he man. got. He's yeah. given tours. Maybe what the fuck, maybe got married to fags last episode. Who Ooh. also doesn't necessarily show up, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, On the other side of town, while the farm stuff is going on, there's also this long-running game of griffins and gargoyles. It's an evil role-playing game. The head of the game, the boss of the game, is a dude or a creature or something called the Gargoyle King. Everybody thought the Gargoyle King was taken care of, but of course, the Gargoyle King was not taken care of. Taking the place or leading the charge for the Gargoyle King is a guy named Kurtz, who... Briefly was heading up the Gargoyle Gang, and then he was briefly part of the Southside Serpents. Now he's back with the Gargoyle Gang. Uh, and as we find <laughs> out, this episode uh, is working for Gladys Jones, Jughead's mom, who's back in town. She is the head of the Fizzle Rock drug trade in Riverdale. Yep. But her husband, F.P. Jones, who is the sheriff of Riverdale, has no idea because he's an excellent sheriff.
1: Yes, and great. he's
0: also just
2: turned 50 and is really feeling himself. And right let's now.
1: remember, they live in the same house house again in the right. Cooper's old house. So they're yeah. all in one house. The law of Riverdale and the biggest, second biggest crime law in Riverdale. Oh, man. Same thing with me and my wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess who's who? Yeah, you're running the uh, Park Slope candy gang. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. your wife hey, is you the, want some gummy
0: worms? Come by me.
1: Your wife is the gumdrop sheriff or whatever. <laughs> the gumdrop
0: sheriff. <laughs> all right, uh, let's uh, get yeah, into no, this. no, no, no. There's more we have to talk God about because we haven't even mentioned me. yeah. Veronica. Uh, we uncapped the recap, but it's not done being capped. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. So uh, Veronica, meanwhile, is dealing with some awful news that she's gotten, which is that her parents are getting divorced. Mm, uh, stuff, mileage stuff. may vary, I guess, in terms of how awful it is, but she's pretty upset about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hiram Lodge is divorcing his wife, Hermione Lodge, who is the ma- mayor of Riverdale. Wow. How do oh, <laughs> uh, you feel? Know. New York City, I want <laughs> to uh, say, maybe? Unclear. <laughs> uh, Unclear. We'll find out little at some point. Also, Meanwhile, Archie Andrews has been gifted a boxing club by Hiram Lodge (laughs) as (laughs) as as a uh, as apologize uh, he is apologizing for the fact that he tried to get him killed. Uh, By, 12 people, yeah. By 12 separate people, By 12 separate people. So he has a boxing chip now. Uh, also earlier in the season, Archie was in a juvenile detention facility called the Leopold and Lube Juvenile Detention Facility. There he met a dude named Mad Dog who Mad boxed Dog. with him and then teamed up with him. We thought Mad Dog was dead.
1: Yes, nope. definitely.
0: Mad Dog, not dead. No. There you go. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about some more things as we go through the episode.
1: You know what a Mad Dog backward is? Goddamn. Oh man, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. I really just thought of that and was surprised. Yes. Uh,
0: should we uh should we start talking through the episode? <laughs> yes. Let's
1: get into okay. it. Do you want so more first... recap, Pete? What?
0: Do you want more recap? No.
1: Pete, when you think about it, uh this episode when we talk about the show, it's just a future recap. Oh, oh God. man, that's He's pretty cool everything take for a me. Present recap.
2: Thanks for ruining everything. Uh so first off, it starts with uh our boys uh searching through uh uh, the school, basically It's, it's yeah, like We don't know what's happening Yeah, it's we like, don't know what's paramilita- happening
1: Paramilitary, like, raid Right And then uh, That's
2: also kind of the title
1: uh, Yes And then tweet uh, <laughs> It's not even
0: kind of the title That actually is the title It of is the, the title well, it's not uh, paramil- For those of you at home uh, It's based on the Raid Redemption The movie Have either of you guys seen the Raid Redemption?
1: Mm, no nope. No
0: Okay, the Raid Redemption It's a movie uh, it's a very- I thought you were talking did about the you, video Do again. you see Dread? The movie Dread? Judge Dread? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing where uh, in the Raid Redemption, they have to go inside of this building and fight their way floor to floor. Yes. Okay, so that's that, what we get later on in the episode. That's the
2: one where uh, Taco Bell is the only one to survive all the fast food? Nope, that's oh, okay. demolition okay, back. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just check it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're searching the high school, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden we see a red dot on somebody. You think they're going to die. But it's just a training exercise. Sure, of course it's a training exercise. Oh, of course, so, of course, this isn't the craziest show I've ever made. Of course, it's just a training I know, exercise. I mean, that seemed pretty straightforward. It right? could have been a bear
0: with a laser gun. You don't know. The <laughs> show mean, is that's, insane. That's and that fair. is true. It could have been a bear with a laser gun. Uh, but uh, we do find out that it is a training exercise. We did forget to mention in the recap that the Southside Serpents have been deputized yeah, by the have, police uh, yes. department because that's how you run a
1: police department with it, kids with children. Yeah, uh, just kids. Not while. Well uh, a Trained. gang. You yeah. turn a gang into your police force, yeah. led by the current sheriff and the old sheriff, who also teaches boxing in a boxing <laughs> game. Uh,
0: <laughs> what is what is Tom Keller's job exactly? As, it's all the jobs. Is he's, he just a youth counselor? He's no, just
2: whatever he needs to be is what he is. He's a
1: utility. He's a hot utility yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't if, know. He
0: just keeps showing up in places. Jackknife like, hey, kids. <laughs> good to see you.
1: And honestly, I don't know how he's making money because. Did he you was say bang. the
0: jackknife of dads? Well, he's like the
1: uh, Swiss, Swiss, Army. Army Swiss Army Swiss Army knife. Jackknife
0: would be he rat off the road.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. oh nice. Yeah, a jackknife. Oh, yeah. I guess that's what that is. Uh, <laughs> no, jackknife uh, also is an open a knife that opens. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's oh, where okay. the that term comes from. Is when you sort of sort because the way it opens is like like this. Here, don't the, forget to talk into the mic. That's microphone. what well, I'm illustrating, which people yeah. can't see. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tom <laughs> Keller. Uh, he's an unpaid coach of a paramilitary cop unit of children and also an, a trench a at a gym where there's no money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no people are fighting for just no reason. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For fun.
1: <laughs> for only, only in Riverdale. And then so. Uh, so it, they're uh, the, the our sheriff. Our sheriff squad is very pissed off at the teenagers for not doing a good job on their paramilitary operation. Yeah. They I got know they were pissed off. They I were like, they you were, need to be. There. No, I think F- he B- was pretty like, do it again. You're not yeah. doing it right.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's Come kind of on, the whole joke thing head. going on this episode, right? He wants to whip the serpents into shape. He yes. wants them to be better. He wants them to be the law enforcement he needs because he wants to do a good job. He wants to be a good sheriff when he's actually a very bad sheriff.
2: Yeah. Don't mention a bad husband.
0: Uh, no, he's trying to be a good husband as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, you should talk to your wife. You should know if your wife's running illegal drugs. I guess.
1: So he is a bad husband, you're saying? Yeah. Wow, what? Wow, great. And oh. is he a bad dad?
2: No, for the first time in his life, he's actually been a what good What about Jelly Bean? Oh, Ooh, that's a good... Well, we're still waiting to see on that. He's yeah. a bad
1: lover, obviously. He broke up with his mistress. Ooh. Alice Cooper. Alice,
2: yeah. Yeah. Who's part of the There's other out.
1: ways to judge if you're a yeah. good
2: lover or not.
0: By the way, oh, here's damn. a fun thing that I found out this week. I think I knew this and I forgot this until somebody asked me, but uh, Jelly Bean, at least in the comics, her real name, do you know what it is? No. Uh, can you guess? Jelly Bean? Yeah. No, 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 Her real name. Oh. Sally Struthers. No. Uh, Because I was like Ha 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 Here's a funny joke And I was about to tweet that out And then I was like Well let me check And the funny joke I came up with Was actually what her name is is Which is Forsythia
1: Oh wow
0: So it's uh, Forsyth Pendleton Jones The second is FP Forsyth Pendleton Jones The third is Jughead Jughead. And her name is Forsythia Jones Wow Wow and the reason she's called Jelly Bean, at least in the comics, is just Jughead thinks it's the stupidest name he ever heard and refuses to call her Forsythia.
1: Not like Jughead, no. Uh, so uh, yeah. Veronica and Betty are struggling with, uh, oh yeah, with uh, Veronica's parents' divorce.
2: You know what's nice is that it's nice to see them talking, hanging out, and I Veronica just kind of like, hey, you know, I'm going through a tough time, and Betty's really listening
0: and trying to be there for her. Also, I want to say across the board, some great milkshake acting in this oh, episode. Yeah. Very wow. good. Betty's across the board. Honestly, though, like every time
2: there was a milkshake, it was good stuff going on.
0: It was Betty the way she was sipping that milkshake, like kind of sipping it, but looking at the same time. And
2: Veronica knew exactly. She was like, "All right, I'll help you." Yeah, I, I think people should be
0: sipping milkshakes this entire show.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, it's pretty, it's like 90% milkshake, <laughs> it's right? 75, 75% milkshake. Oh, man, I could really go for a milkshake. Man, uh, I, I know. Die I for want milkshake. one too. Oh man. No. Uh,
2: a little black and white shake. Come on. Ooh, Chocolate. <laughs> All right. So then Evelyn walks in. It's like, Hey, we're having an open house.
0: And yeah. Betty was like, Veronica, we got to take this bitch down. Except for the fact that, of course, as usual, Evelyn being very friendly, very open. And the farm is uh, being good and helpful and kind to everybody again, you. which is yeah. what is Fuck very you. confusing to me about
1: this episode. Fuck you. So the, Fuck you. the farm is nice. Fuck you. Do we want to talk through all the farm stuff first? Sure. Yeah. Best, right?
0: Let's talk about how the farm is
2: tricking everybody. You assholes. Well, Why on. are you so pro farm?
1: Let's just, I love a farm. The corn just keeps growing. Uh, <laughs> That's not so what this is. There's an open house. They're like, we have to investigate. Yep. Um, they go, they wander around. Kevin is now doing a tour. Do a tour at the sure farm. Uh That
2: was a great I, cut though, where it was like, I won't cross that line. And then Kevin was like, if you cross this line right this way, you'll see. That was really funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, the thing that was weirdest to me about that was Kevin not being like, Hi, Betty. Hi, Veronica. Yes. Who are my friends? Instead, just, just brainwashed g- by the farm. That's why. I She's don't know. all farmed up. I mean, maybe they're not farmed up enough, you know? Maybe they got to farm it up. Oh, we you
1: should say yeah. Alex is farmed up, too. Yeah, yeah. I, is. Is. You're I, all I don't farm. want to
0: spoil anything about later in the episode, but uh, I saw my dead grandmother, and now I'm <laughs> oh, like, I oh, man. Man. We
1: had That's a great a conversation. Split.
2: That is not. It was fun. That is, it oh. was
0: nice seeing her again. Uh, <laughs>
2: oh, my
1: God. You're the worst. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, you so, know
2: it's just Chick pretending to be all these people. <laughs> <laughs> is that your theory? It's chick in various costumes? Yep. <laughs> that is Because he's take. the guy who's doing...
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of a take that I feel like Alex or I would say. All the right. fact that you think it is fun. <laughs> uh, so Betty gets nabbed by Evelyn and takes the sort of uh, Scientology-esque uh, test. Takes um, the test. Interview. Yeah.
0: So here's one of my questions this episode. Uh, we've seen the farm a little bit. We've heard about it through Evelyn. We've understood and uh, experienced some of the initiation procedures. But this is the first one where we're actually at the farm. Uh, yeah. We're mm-hmm. seeing what they do. We're seeing what they're like. To your well, point, but this is... But this is you're th- seeing what the open doors are.
1: But this is at the facility, which is the old Sister of the Quiet Mercy church. So we still haven't seen the farm farm. Like the actual
2: farm. Yeah, where they have the floating, burning
0: babies. Sure. Uh, There's something (laughs) I could talk about later, if we want, about that. I got a little bit of a theory, some information. Uh, But my question for you guys, this episode, uh, to your point, it's very Scientology, the way that they're introducing, the way that they're interviewing everybody, This the way the interviews get more and more intense as you go. Uh, What at this point, do you think the farm is based on? Is it, a, is it like a lot of Riverdale and in the best way, a mishmash of a bunch of different
2: it cults? Is, yes, or is it, is it one thing? No, it's a mishmash. I Thank
1: think you. it's, uh, I, this episode is Firmly in Scientology World, I feel like it, it was, uh, yeah, uh, grabbing up some references and sort of b- constructing something new out of those references. Okay. Uh, well, different uh, cult. Uh,
2: let, yes. let me ask you, if you're going to the farm and you're doing the questionnaire, if someone asks you, how do you feel about cults, what is your answer?
1: If I want to join the farm, I'm like, I love cults. You would say that out loud. <laughs> huh? If I'm like, this farm is where I want to be, I'd be like, yeah, let's cult it up. Oh, my God. I'm Wait, farming Did she
0: it. say, do you like cults?
2: Yeah. Or did she say, are you cool? No, she says, do you like cults? That's what I thought she said.
1: I don't think Evelyn that. I don't think she that. said that. I <laughs> oh. don't think it's a cult.
0: Yeah. I thought she's, the question was, the last question was, how do you feel about cults? No, I I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like... It was not, do you like cults? Yeah. That is not what
2: you (laughs) asked. I I was like, holy shit, they're putting it right (laughs) on there. (laughs) I love that bold.
0: It's very on the nose. Uh, Yeah. No, it was more like, do you like fucked up death cults? Yeah Which was very like I can't First of all I can't believe They cursed on the CW yeah, that was, that was nice
1: crazy CW mm-hmm. yes. We know that. Uh,
0: uh, but I love that Conversation between Evelyn and yeah. Betty. I really like Their dynamic a lot I know probably Everybody is down On Evelyn Because she's Essentially one of The villains But yeah. it, it, The actress Zoe DeGran I think she does Such a good job she really being does. so weird yeah, And does. Playing off Lily Reinhardt In particular Like yeah, their yeah. dynamic Is excellent
1: Well they are sort of Two sides of a coin uh, In a good way and I, I, like the. Way I don't
2: appreciate the way you're dragging Betty down in that stage.: She's just, she's one side of a coin.
1: She is not. <laughs> the other side is. She
2: definitely. is a perfect person.
0: Yeah, one of them is heads, and one of them is tails.
1: Yeah, what you don't like, George Washington or Abraham Lincoln? Also coins. Uh,
0: no, I'm just talking about how two of is, our best presidents.
2: Great, thanks. I'm just saying that there's <laughs> Betty and there's Dark Betty, but don't you know? Yeah. They're still the same person. Oh, okay, so they're like coin.
0: they're like three sides of a coin then.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> one coin. Dark Betty's the edge. Uh, nope. So uh yeah, I agree with that. I like I like Evelyn and her role. It's interesting her role in the episode now and now that we have Edgar Ever Never in play, he feels like oh. he's sort of like, Well, I'm doing your job now. The slimiest, like, okay, yeah, slimiest of all the slimy. Uh is he though? He's very very charming personality. He is very charming. Fuck
2: Thank you. That shit is so fake, bad. man.
1: I joined the farm. You are <laughs> ridiculous. So how are you? Just yeah.
2: as bad as Alvin? <laughs> yeah, Both no, no, of you guys no, 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 are so, I, so I, pro farm. Sorry, I
0: took him into a closet, and some stuff happened, and now he's pro farm. I'm pro farm. It's that shit with
1: Cheryl was insane. We'll so get there. We'll let's get, get there. Right. Uh, Betty gets uh, Cheryl to in, to infiltrate the farm for her her cousin. They have a, this whole episode. They have a fun uh, cousin convo yeah. uh, throughout. Um, so she does. Cheryl gets interviewed by uh, Edgar Evernever. Yeah. Um, And Betty's listening on an old-school reel-to-reel, which I thought was very cool, very, like...
0: Yeah, and that uh, also contrasts with what's going on with Jughead in the episode, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, But they're both doing very similar things this episode, which I thought was fun. Like, visually, it was fun to see those parallels. Wait, wait,
2: we gotta back up the truck a little bit. Cheryl has an amazing Cheryl entrance. Like, she goes from crying into the bathroom to storming into the room where Betty is, and it's just
0: like, I did it! It was just... Such a great Cheryl It was is. great. Uh, and she, uh, she does reference what happened in the previous episode. She is crying in order to entrap Evelyn and says, uh, Tony and I broke up again, this time for real. Yeah. Again, wondering where Tony was this episode, what was going on with her, because I feel like things would have got a little differently. If Tony...
1: But I think that's purposeful, because... Uh, I
0: know. I know it yeah. was purposeful. Because Tony's going to break her out. Break her oh, for Jesus. love. Oh,
1: God. Okay. Uh, so... Well, uh, yes. Cheryl, though, uh, in her interview feels like she's being all sort of lured in by the farm. Um, then when she's talking to Betty after that, she's like, yo, Edgar Evernever, hot dad, uh, hot specifically dad
0: says, took me into the closet well, or cool. uh, didn't, they didn't do the closet yet. Yeah, this is first, she tells him that he is a yummy snack, which, yep. uh, Betty has a great reaction to, uh, and then she goes back again and that's when he really gets her, yeah. um, The thing that I I thought was really interesting about everything that was happening with Cheryl this episode... First of all, I like them looping back to the stuff with her in season one. You know, they talk about Jason. They talk about her drowning. They talk about her burning down the house. This is Edgar essentially saying, okay, you... uh, Drowned yourself That's kind of what We did to Alice You burned uh, Down your house That's kind of what We showed you with Kevin With the uh, Putting the hand Over the candle Uh, So you've already gone Through the initiation rituals I thought it was interesting That they didn't Mention the fact That when she and Jason Went into the river They were both dressed All in white and yeah. um, they came out, which seems like another thematic thing, particularly as we're reminded of this episode that Jason was supposed to be heading to the farm with Polly yeah. in the first season before all this started. So we're definitely going to loop back there in some way even more.
1: It's, I, it's interesting. I feel like Jason may be um, becoming back as a character. Uh, not we'll not alive him, I don't he's mean he's going to be alive right? Yes he's still dead yeah. But I think just hearing the uh, Being able to see and deal with the echoes of the first season I think is interesting And
0: that was set up the last episode The yeah. the resolution of the fight between Tony and Cheryl Involves her admitting the fact that she is still very damaged By what happened with Jason Yeah That's, So uh, She should be Yeah it, absolutely And she talks through that with Edgar um, She likes talking to Edgar because he's a charming dude Fuck uh, you No, he's a charming dude. Have you ever seen one tree, Helen Barrow? Yeah. No.
2: No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Uh, Don't call me Mo. Hey, Mo. Don't
0: call me Mo. So she talks through that with with him, and then... uh, he uh, says, hey, I'm going to show you something once she starts pushing on it, once she starts asking all these about questions. The that Cheryl Betty... was not
2: being cool about the tapes, and that was no. driving me nuts. She Cheryl's not. better than that.
0: Yes. Uh, no, that uh, well, she, that, she hold on it. to that Shh. thought, because I want to get back to that thought you just said. Uh, she uh, goes with Edgar. We only see it from Betty's perspective. And uh, the they cuts off when they go into a room. And when she comes back, so she's scared. like, sorry, so can't do scared. anything more. Uh, you're on your own. It's illegal. I'm going to stop spying. And then Betty later on steals the tapes for Alice, for Polly and for Cheryl, because she thinks that Edgar has leverage on all of them. Yes. Yeah, uh, and she goes and was like, here's Cheryl. Here's the tapes. Don't worry about it. And Cheryl's like, no, you don't understand. Um, I saw Jason. Yeah. He, he took me into this room. I saw Jason, I know it sounds crazy, but he's real, it was there in the flash, and we talked.
1: She later then confronts her mom, who says, uh, or she says, are you talking to Charles? Yo, that farm? was
0: so boss
2: of Betty, to be like, yo, is this the reason? And yeah. the look on her mom's face was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so and what do we think? Well, uh,
0: can we get back to the Cheryl of it all? Because sure. this is... I like that phrase, the Cheryl of it all. This like Cheryl. bothered me a lot. Like it's uh, not they, Cheryl. It's not Cheryl. They, but she's
2: been brainwashed, like the wait, farm. Hold on. <laughs> hold
0: on. The I'm
2: farm trying has
0: to, brainwashed you, like got to Cheryl. No, no, no. This is not joking. I'm serious right now. I'm upset about Cheryl Blossom, this fictional character. Yeah. Okay? So okay. Uh, <laughs> here's... <laughs> Uh, they they explain it Or they try to explain it In the show Where Betty even says You're not a follower Why are you doing this girl right. And she says No you don't understand I saw Jason Etc etc But I feel like Even though They put it in the text And I understand Why they did What they did This Destroys is probably too strong a word, but it pushes back on an incredible amount of character development from Cheryl over the past two seasons. I Hmm. think if this picked up immediately after the season one finale, great. You know, no problem. Like, I totally get it. But over the course of these two seasons, particularly as she's been with Tony, she has grown as a character. She's softened as a character. She's rounded out as a character. And this character arc that we had in the past couple of episodes where she fought with Tony, we came to this emotional catharsis the last episode where she owned up and said... I only knew two modes. I knew love or I knew hate, and I knew nothing in between. That's it. That's all I understood. And she gets past that with Tony. So yeah. I think to your point, yes, plot-wise, I understand if Tony had been there, none of this would have happened, and that's why all of this happened this episode. But I think to do this to Cheryl and to not have her be smart enough to be like, yo, he took me into a closet and drugged me or whatever is going on is like, it it but, underscore it undercuts the intelligence and growth of the character right, but is my, my take on it yeah, but my point is
2: the the farm is so powerful they can even take down the boss of the boss like if Cheryl can fall for this bullshit, then it's so powerful
1: well but i i I, I, cause Cause I disagree with you uh. It's not about the power of the farm. It's about the damage that was done by her losing Jason. Like, I agree she's had a lot of growth uh, as a character in so many aspects of her life, but not dealing with her greatest loss, uh, her brother. And I think that's in Alice's greatest loss, her, her son. So I think the farm finds that soft underbelly, and no matter how strong you are up top, they find that thing where they can get you. And I think that's what we're learning here. I don't think that discredits her as a character through it. I think it just shows, to Pete's point, the nefariousness of the farm and just how much hurt these characters are. It is had.
2: disappointing. You're right. I mean, it is disappointing that she would be uh, able to kind of uh, bow to this kind of stupidity.
0: It's. Uh, I understand intellectually what right. both of you are saying here, but to me, having... Having watched the show, it feels like the path this always goes on is that Cheryl will be like, great, going to join this thing. And then by the next episode, she's like, yo, I'm running this bitch. Right. So maybe we'll see that the next episode. I don't think we will, because I don't think that's the path they're going on with the farm. You might never but know, like, Cheryl. It doesn't, to Betty's point in the episode, she's not a follower. Like, regardless of what is happening, whatever she actually is seeing, I agree with you. She, it's great. To have her dealing with this trauma That she's dealt with I hope they also go back And deal with the fact That she had a suicide attempt Which they touched yeah. on this episode mm-hmm. These are all emotional currents That have run into the show That because so many things Are happening on Riverdale at all times They often ignore But I don't know It it still It rang false to me a little bit And maybe it'll pay it out sucked. In the long run but It sucked it's I don't
1: know I like it Because I think it 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 uh, it To me it doesn't con- uh con- Contradict with other the other These other character moves And it's not like She's brainwashed I think she's like The farm gives me this thing That I value greatly It's like an, uh, okay. an, A drug addiction Like I like this one thing uh, And so it, She's gonna keep going back
0: Right But what are the chances That next episode Tony isn't like What the fuck are you doing Oh
1: uh, yeah uh, that's yes, but, but that's an interesting confrontation I like that I like Sure Are you Are you saying you don't like it Because you think She's just gonna go back To who she was
0: uh, Cheryl Wait Go back to the Like show. after
1: this the, She's on the farm She's gonna be normal again Yeah I uh, think so I,
0: I don't understand Where this is Along her character development Right now And maybe I will Like yeah. this is I'm only talking about This episode as a capsule That's all
1: Ride the wave uh, To close up on uh, The farm stuff Betty goes to meet Edgar
2: Yeah The sit down of sit downs Sit down of sit downs And he's like Yo missing some tapes She's like Whatever Tell me everything. Yeah.
0: So a couple of things that I will uh, throw out about this. First of all, I think this is our first indication that Edgar does have something else going on, regardless of what else is going on with the farm. Edgar very strongly intimates that he has copies of the tapes off-site, yeah. which is not on the level at all. Like, no. that is not magnanimous leader of a religious organization or anything like that. Yeah. The other thing is... What are the chances when he reveals everything to Betty, he is able to do whatever he did to Cheryl and Alice and Kevin and everybody else?
1: Well, uh, to Betty, you mean? If, yeah. Will to he do it, be able to do it to her? Yeah. Uh, I think pretty good, though. I do think I bet we're going to see her fall for it, join the farm, and then reveal later that she was faking.
2: Mm. No way, man. I mean, that's, that's Betty. Dar- see, this says. is when <laughs> Betty, Dark Betty takes over
1: and burns the whole mother down. But you, do you think she's going to buy into the farm? Before, no, I think they're going to try,
2: and it's going to trigger Dark Betty, and Dark Betty's going to lose it and just start fucking snapping
1: necks. Well, that's the thing. Like necks. If the farm's power is by taking advantage of a, a darkness in you, like Dark Betty's got a lot of that. Yeah, that's so. what
2: I'm saying. They're going to unleash a beast they're not ready for.
1: Interesting. How do you think that the farm is doing this? Uh, Having people see well, Chick cool. was the uh,
2: tech guy. You know, he had a lot of like. Oh yeah, it's a hologram. It's holograms and the, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, right. I wouldn't put a fast Riverdale, but that's a crazy idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, if uh, do you think Kevin saw like Will I Am or something like that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like, man. definitely. Probably. The only that's the only hologram there is, right? <laughs> yeah. just, just Will I just Am. Will I Am? Yeah. Uh,
0: Jason Blossom. Yep. And uh, Charles Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> Not Charles Blossom. Charles Cooper.
1: Um, what do you think's going on? How well, I think,
0: uh, drugs. I mean, I think we're seeing there, we've already seen mass hallucinations with the gargoyle king. Mm-hmm. This is obviously something very different that's going on. Yeah. Um, but there are ways, certainly in a fictional world, but there are ways with drugs to give everybody hallucinations. Yeah. If they're giving them some sort of high that gives them what they want,
1: so that fizzle might, rocks.
0: Yeah, fizzle rocks. That might be the thing. What if seeing. it's
1: fizzle rocks that are aerosolized, so it's just they just breathe it in? It could in.
0: be that. I mean, one thing that uh, I didn't totally buy into, and maybe this is because, honestly, I'm not totally into Chad Michael Burry, is everybody being like, oh, he's so engaging when he talks. Being like, yeah, I mean, he's he's handsome. He's a very handsome dude. No, but like, I didn't he's quite so get it. Uh, so to me, it felt like almost you saw those weird lamps in the background of the room. What if there was some aerosolized drugs that were coming out there that uh, yeah. calmed everybody down, made them more eager to share their
1: secrets? That's what I think. Yeah. Um, let's jump back. Talk about uh, all the rest of this uh, <laughs> well, can <laughs> we, sure. insanity. Can we-
2: uh, There's, you know, speaking of the fizzle rocks, I mean, Jughead unleashes his minions on the worst comic book shop of all time. <laughs> so let's so go through Jughead. Th- th- this yeah. is
0: uh, it's MLJ Comics. What do you think that stands for? Oh, worst comic book shop ever. That is not, not how the, that how it the letters, letters were
2: Yeah. A well, It's fucking garbage. Do you just see the rando just like. Just sloppy comics on the fucking countertop. Say,
1: hang no hang. organization whatsoever. Hang for an unrelated reason. Uh, Michael L. Jackson comics? <laughs> no oh, probably. That would be controversial. <laughs> that would be particularly right now. Yeah, very. Not a good move. Not a great move. Uh, I
0: got to tell you, I was like studying each of the uh, frames of the comic book shop because I was hoping like in the first part of Sabrina, uh, they pulled out a bunch of Archie comics they were mm-hmm. reading. I was hoping they were like Sabrina comics in the background or something like that. Yeah. No days. Yeah. Hard um, to see.
1: Yep. Uh, but
2: you guys agree That's, that's a yeah. shitty comic book shop, right?
0: I mean, a lot of comic book shops
1: Are pretty a, shitty What are you talking it's a fine about? Shop. It's a fine shop It's, it's fine. not a fine shop It's very shop. crowded There's, How many stores, comic book stores do you think are in Riverdale? I don't know, at least one And this one's getting by by running a secret drug operation Oh, yes uh, Jughead is uh, snacking in this episode I just want you guys to take Which note of that Which very nice Because now that he lives next door to Archie He can snack, snack. with uh, impunity Yep Um, But yes Then they bust into The comic book store Jughead Pissed uh, Sweet yeah, Bee. he's like,
2: hey, I'm mad now. Yeah. This is mad me.
1: I'm curious, who do you think does the Fizzle Rocks packaging? Because for oh, an illicit oh. drug, mm-hmm. most drugs come in like clear plastic Well, packs. so Hiram. <laughs> this comes in like is, a fun uh, 80s packaging. <laughs> Hiram and his for profit. You, you, you would do it just from the packaging alone? It's intense. The colors I like pink. I
0: think Hiram has to have a big uh, printing press, right? Like, yeah. certainly at this point, Gladys does, I guess, because she's making the Fizzle Rocks. But uh, Hiram was all into getting that playing card business a couple of episodes oh. back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he that's needed a place true. to print those uh, That's probably where the original Fizzle Rock that's packaging as well That's
1: a great Smart uh, <laughs> Yeah uh, And then Jughead spends a lot of the episode Coordinating the serpents Going yeah. after any Dude uh, he loves uh, Gargoyles po- on po- wires
2: Yeah and uh, likes the, putting the pins in the maps there. Yeah. That's I fun.
0: liked, uh, just while we're talking about how in the world the Riverdale Sheriff's Department worked, mm-hmm. I liked that they broke up a sting operation where apparently FP has undercover detectives working for him. Yep. Who aren't teenagers. Who aren't <laughs> teenagers. So there are other people working in the Sheriff's Department beyond the gang of teenagers, FP and Tom Keller, who seems to be like a floater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd love to meet these people. Yeah. I'd love to see what's going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they, this, th- that one guy seemed like he was a pretty good cop.
1: And certainly, they must have fun nicknames like uh, Baby Teeth, Sweepy, <laughs> Old uh, Generative, uh, Yeah, Squeebes, uh, S- squeebs, squeebs, Snorks, yeah. Snol, uh, Snorks, snorks. Spot McKenzie. Dude, I used to but love him because he's got the head head Yeah, the head Snorks
2: kn- were fantastic, man. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> great point. <laughs> yeah great point. Uh, this leads to a big fight between FP and Jughead, yeah. which the Jones household is chaos right now. Oh, Absolutely. Dude, well, Civil also Wars, that he said.
0: Glad I do like the move that Gladys immediately was like, Jughead, you blew up my trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that there was no delay. Oh, that there. was great.
2: But also, do you notice that jelly bean moved FP out of the room? Jelly bean and mom are, have a, like a, you real don't con- trust jelly bean at all. I no, don't
1: Jellybean. uh, Jelly Bean's up to no good. Yeah. Jelly Bean's on Team
2: bad. Mom. Definitely. And, yeah. And she was like, "Ooh, I know what's going on. I'm going to take Dad out of here. And she was just like, fuck you. I yeah. know that was you. It wasn't even, and they were at it. Ooh, Yeah. Telly-
0: How do you think this is going to pan out? Do you think that's it for the Jones family? Are they going to just break up by the yeah. end of the season? There's no, there's no question I about it. I think
1: Gladys and Jelly Bean are going li- to have to leave town. What's Both s- of them? Yeah. 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 Even Jellybean? Yeah. Jellybean is is bad. She For is. Scythia Jones? Uh yes, great oh, we, good research. Yeah. Um, Thanks. But I do think yes, I do think so. When honestly when in they do the actual raid um uh, in a minute we're going to talk about when the serpents combine with the boxies, yeah. the boxing <laughs> game, sure. uh to raid the uh, gargoyle yeah. um building and have like some, some Daredevil style. Yeah. Daredevil TV mm-hmm. show
0: style. Mm-hmm. Not that. Well, the Raid Redemption style fighting. Yes. The, yes.
1: Uh, that's what I was reminded of. And they uh, they're like, we got to find the cook. I thought the cook was going to be Jellybean. Oh, man. Oh.
0: I really was like, no, no I think they Jellybean. earlier in the episode said it was Kurtz,
1: right? Uh, yeah. they, like, they were guessing. I thought it was going to be a, a so, surprise uh, reveal part that of the it was line, Jellybean. We
0: finally get uh, th- we should probably take a jump back and say that Archie finds out that Mad Dog is going to be sent to the for-profit prison. It's
1: opening. The prison's opening. What a fun town. Let's all turn out for the prison opening. (laughs) Yeah, There was a whole
0: thing of like, every
2: time Archie saw Mad Dog, it was just like a huge problem. It's like, hey, Mad Dog, what's up? Well, uh, you know, this is going on. You gotta get me out of jail. Okay, cool. Hey, Mad Dog, what's up? Well, uh, now I'm, uh, you know, you said not to go see that one guy. I went to see him, and now,
0: you know. All right, you're jumping all over the place. So, uh, Mad Dog and the rest of the dudes in the Leopold Loeb facility are going to be Sent to the for-profit prison, they ask Archie to get them out. Archie teams up with Veronica, which, which, which
1: weird. is
0: weird, super weird, also, because they were like, "Great, nothing's happened. I'm not. Uh, get, my parents aren't getting a divorce. We probably shouldn't talk about that at all because your parents also gonna divorce. Also, we broke up really horribly and haven't discussed it at all. Let's
1: team up. Yeah, and they t- team up and yeah, it seems like it was all chill.
0: business. There yeah. was no.
2: And then later, she was reviews reveals. Archie like he's some kind of boss. This is my ex-boyfriend Archie. And I was like,
1: wow. Well, let me throw this out to you also. Was Archie cleared of his charges? Yes. He fully cleared. Yeah, fully cleared. Because I think it's... Veronica cleared him. I think Mm -hmm. it's weird that he's negotiating with the governor. uh, I don't know
2: why the governor wouldn't turn around and walk out. Just be (laughs) like, what the fuck, you kids? No, he
0: knows they are teenagers in Riverdale. The most powerful people in the world. It's
1: true. Huge uh, members of the constituency. Um, yeah, and then so the kids, the they somehow get these kids who are locked up in a pretty intense juvie to all of their charges cleared.
0: Right. Immediately, Baby Dropped. Teeth and Mad Dog get some burgers and with And some Archie. other
1: people that we don't really hang out with.
0: Right. And then Archie is like, hey, guess what? I have this gym that I own. Hey, do you want to live in my gym? My favorite running bit of the episode is when anybody was asked Archie, they're like, how do you have a gym? And he was like, eh, that's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> Because no need is. to get into it. It's a very long story. <laughs> uh, story. Elio
1: randomly shows up to be just a rich guy.
0: <laughs> I like Elio. I like what? It. No, not uh, calm down. Not in the same way I love the farm Uh, I like (laughs) that Elio is this element That shows up as like The bad guy for the teens I think that's fun It's fun to have that character Show up He
1: is a tiny Hiram
0: Yeah Oh, tiny Hiram (laughs) Uh, He, yeah He shows up and he's like Hey, you want to come fight for me? I'm an evil boxer Manager And they're like "Eh, I don't know And he's like Okay, it's going to come back later though One of you is going to betray Archie Yeah And he's like Have a good day Uh I so uh, I'll throw this out. I mean, this kind of plays into the end of the episode a little bit. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like this whole, the boxies really ties into the idea of this epic, uh, dungeons and dragons, Lord of the Rings style face off yeah. that we're heading
1: towards the game of thrones of vacation. Yes. term I, I used. mean,
0: now we have our archers. We yeah. have our, maybe our rogues in the South Side serpents. We have uh, the archers of the pretty poisons, by the way, we have the fighters led by the paladin, um, uh, probably i th- this is, this is the thing that I'm holding on to with Cheryl right now. Because I think like Cheryl goes into a place, she takes over the place, right? If Cheryl goes into the farm is like, fuck this farm, this is stupid, I'm taking a big chunk of the farm and forming my own cult, which seems like a totally reasonable thing to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the then we have cult
2: our... of Cheryl would be amazing.
0: Absolutely. Then we have our magic users, right? Who are on right. the side of good, because that's like the one element that we're missing right and now. And they
1: do do magic because they levitate babies, even exactly. though they don't actually probably do magic. Right,
0: exactly. But I could see all of that coming together Th- yep. I
1: love that theory, and that supports the theory that the farm and the Gargoyle King are two separate entities.
0: Yeah, because the farm is good. Uh, the farm is not good. The farm, here's, here's what I'll throw The out. farm is tricking people into thinking they're seeing Dead Elements people. of the farm are good.
1: The farm is not. No. But I'm saying the farm's not, the, what he's saying, I think, else is the farm's not the big bad. The oil yeah. King is the big bad for the season. Yeah. And the farm is um, a... Brainwashing home. people. Yeah. You it's seem very hung up on that, but... Th- th- that's not... You don't do that to people. But I don't know if it's a full brainwash. <laughs> it's a brain rinse. It's, yeah. There you go. It's, it's a like, spin cycle.
0: It's a, it's a lovely little uh, pat down with a washcloth. If anything, it's a hand wash
1: because it's a very <laughs> precious garment. Yeah. No. You're uh,
0: taking somebody <laughs> into a
2: closet, okay? Yeah, that's what you
0: do when you give somebody a head wash. Oh,
1: Jesus (laughs) Christ, Alvin. (laughs) 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 Uh, Great. Um, uh, Before we sort of tie all this together, maybe we should talk about the lodges, which is the other sort of plot thread throughout. Um, The lodges are like, we're getting divorced (laughs) uh, last episode. Um,
2: Veronica's been trying to parent-trat them the whole time.
1: I love how they casually say, well, um, Hermione, you have tried to kill him twice. And she's like, oh, pish posh. Uh, Hermione finds two dead fish and is very frightened. Mm-hmm. She wants, cause she's either being threatened with being murdered or threatened with becoming a pescatarian. Ooh, the worst thing you could become. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop. Um, the lodges decide to stay together. And then later, um, a priest is leaving the house. So of course they were getting their marriage. Monsignor. Known. Yeah. Um, Marriage annulled, which can, you can do that at any point? I don't think I so. Think, I thought there was, like, a short time. Yeah, uh, I, th-
0: I feel like you have, if you haven't consummated the
2: marriage, yeah, you can annul it. If you pay somebody off enough, they'll annul it for you. Oh, so the church is a cult that will just take your money wow. for anything,
1: Pete. Interesting. Right? Uh, well, well when Alex, you're
2: a mafia boss and you know the Monsignor,
0: you can make things happen. Uh, Open uh, your eyes. I am opening my eyes, and I'm seeing the church. In a whole new way. <laughs>
1: uh, did we find out, though, the reveal that I thought was interesting about this whole plot thread was that Veronica sent the fish. She sent the fish. Cementing her role as Hiram Jr. Let me just yeah. ask. So we
0: got Chinese Hiram. We got Hiram Jr. And yeah. we've got big Hiram. Yeah. Big old Hiram. Let yeah. me ask.
2: The fish, does that mean you're sleeping with the fishes? Is that why yes, you don't so like Yes, that's what says in the episode. I no. think that's the thing. I
0: miss that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she says sleeping with the fishes. Like That's the implication. She says it's definitely nothing good. She says it probably means sleeping with the fishes, so this is not good for
1: me. Or it could mean she has a good amount of omega-3 fatty yeah. acids. Here's, oh, here's what
0: I actually... I, the entire time... The fish oil, dude. Yeah. The entire time... Yeah, she brought the fish on her head, and she gave herself a little bit of a fish wash. Uh, the entire time, I was not into this storyline because... I I think Camila Mendez is doing a good job with the emotion here, but the idea that Hiram and Hermione should be together in any way is hard to work through. crazy, yeah. But that her ultimate goal was not that, but actually to protect her mom and set up a situation where both of her parents were amicable and safe and happy, even if they were separated, I thought was good and smart. Also,
2: I like that point where she was saying, you know, if you the wife gets kind of left out in the wind and they disappear. And, yeah. and yeah. that was like, you know,
1: it was interesting to me that a, an annulment is more secret than a divorce. Cause I was like, well, right. Cause a divorce doesn't, it would be in court. Yeah, but, but also, like, what
0: do you tell people? You're yeah. like, "Oh, we were never married."
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, like, right?
2: Oh, yeah. What are you talk about? No, we were never married. Uh, but <laughs>
0: Ver- I thought Veronica. <laughs> who's <Yeah>. that? This is our teen ward. <laughs> yeah, that was weird at the end of the episode when Veronica just
1: disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how an omens work. Yeah. Right. when
0: well, someone was playing at the guitar and there was a
1: picture of Veronica. Yeah, exactly. and then guy got the
0: phone. It was like, "You got to hear this." Yeah, hear.
1: <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Barry. <laughs> Josie, Josie of the Pussycats, listen to this. Oh, man. No one understands what we're talking about. Back to the Future.
0: It's a famous movie. Look it up, kids. Look it
2: up. Oh, my God. Uh, so, let's. But I did like how Hiram was like, he knew Veronica did it. And that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I know you did
1: it. <sighs> You were the one uh, yeah, vo- He lost his voice briefly um, To close out the episode uh, Kurtz The drug dealer He gets away After kicking he and Jughead Out of a second story window Which yeah, is cool. How do you
0: like him as a villain?
1: Ad uh, doesn't do a lot for me. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I he wanna... doesn't do a lot in
1: general. He's just like, I'm a little crazy, but I also am very efficient as a gang leader. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good.
0: He's, I think he's being set up as like the Joker to Jughead's Batman or something like that. Interesting, Interesting. Um, Interesting. We'll get there. I did like how there was
2: the thing where Archie saved Jughead and then Jughead saved Archie. That was really cool. I like that back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I thought... And also guns... What the
0: fuck?
1: Yeah, that was scary. Up yeah. the
0: Andy there a little bit. Yeah, the whole fight sequence, I think to your point, uh, just given the shooting schedule of Riverdale, I don't think they're able to do it like full-fledged, okay, here's an 11-minute one-take yeah. fight scene or anything like that, but yeah. on th- with those limited resources what they did was a lot of fun. It's like cool. the shot of them taking down the gargoyles and then everybody coming out of the doorway and attacking them all at once was fun. I love the idea that In any situation where Mad Dog and Archie are there Mad Dog would be like, I'll do this myself. Run yeah. for your life, <laughs> Yeah, he's it's like, really, go for it, Archie. Really I'll funny. take all these minions down. I'm
1: immortal. No one kills me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mad Dog. God uh, damn.
2: But also, what what the fuck was Jughead thinking? Like, okay, you guys take the first floor. Everybody else take the second floor. I'll just
0: go up to the top floor by myself.
1: Where the boss is. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, that was... The boss level. Uh, this just occurred to me while we're talking about it. While we're talking about like this Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings style ending... It, it, all of the kids are getting their own villains, right? Like, they're getting yeah. their own opposites. Jughead has Kurtz. Betty has Evelyn. Uh, Archie and kind of Veronica have Elio, I guess, both wow. of them.
1: Uh, Veronica has Elio. Archie has his own brain. <laughs> his <laughs> right. own brain.
0: Archie has uh, uh, one of those uh, punching bags that swings yeah. back and hits him in the face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> owner owning a gym has got to be hard right. maybe that's yeah, his en- money nemesis. issues yeah. Mainly.
0: Uh, but yeah they're all being set up with their own enemies that they have to take down and I don't know if the show's going to go this route but last season second to last episode we had that epic gang war <laughs> where Del was yeah. on fire uh, yeah. like if they end with something like that where everybody is fighting like physically fighting their own enemies
2: that'll be awesome I love it Uh it was insane how, like, Jughead, like, storms home. He's like, Mom, use guns now? What the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got killed. Yeah, so the threats are piling up between Gladys and Jughead. yeah uh, That's going to be crazy. And then the last bit of the episode is um, uh, Baby Teeth goes missing. Uh, a chalice comes back with a card that says Defang the Young Wolf, I Defang the Wolf Cub. The Wolf Cub, Yep. And then, uh, and and you know, was like, and baby
0: teeth's teeth yeah. are in the chalice. Yeah, should yeah. probably yeah. mention.
1: And you were like, "This is a baby's tooth,
0: baby, <laughs> baby teeth, baby teeth." His what? teeth, regular size, regular size. At least that tooth that they picked. So out.
1: why did, how do you earn the nickname
0: Baby Teeth? Yeah,
2: uh, I was, I, I don't was, know. Lo- I want to see the little
0: chicklets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to see tiny little teeth. Yeah. Big fail. Big like, fail oh, on the show's
2: yeah. part.
1: Hey, teeth too big. Yeah, but <laughs> then, sum up. Other <laughs> than
2: the teeth, then we find out that uh, baby teeth actually had the things carved in his back. and Yeah, so
0: he shows up the same way that Benjamin Button and Dilton Doily did (laughs) during the season premiere. He is in front of a new gargoyle idol. He is lying prone on his back. The symbols, the Gargoyle King letters, TGK, are cut into his back. His teeth are taken out, and he is dead, and FP discovers him. And we are back. Gargoyle back. King is back.
1: Yeah, oh, man. Um, interesting. Why this would the Gargoyle was an King, insane app? It was a lot going on. Why would they want? Why would Gargoyle King want baby teeth out of the way? He just got out of jail. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: think it was just, just to kill
1: him.
0: It, it, the Gargoyle King looked at it as here's a disposable character that yeah. we could get rid of. No, I, I mean I think like. It was it was a way of announcing that the Gargoyle King is back in the game and back in charge. It's not Kurtz running it. It's not, uh, what was it, Major Mason, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the head of the RRTOTC, who was running it previously. Um, it's not any of these sub-bosses. It is the main boss, whoever the identity is of the Gargoyle King. They are back in town, and they are playing for keeps.
1: Yeah. Um, that was my take on it. No, I think I think so, but... Still, an an outside or an inside the narrative justification, why would uh, the Gargoyle King go after someone in Archie's gang?
2: Well, I just Is think it w- he was a random guy walking around the woods. Yeah, maybe. But the
1: Gargoyle King doesn't kill random people. The Gargoyle King kills people with a goal, uh, you would think. Or, or it was it's just the maybe to
2: announce him. his
1: presence that he's back. But ba- Baby Teeth, as far as we know, wasn't playing the game. I mean,
0: everybody at the Leopold and Loeb detention facility essentially was playing the game because the warden was playing the game, right? They were, yeah. They
1: were on the board, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's uh, I understand what you're saying, but I think it's just, it's a quest. You know, there are probably more quest cards out there like that, maybe for every single character out there. There's a different quest card to either take them down. Maybe it's a Highlander-type situation where there could be only one at the end. Pete, Mm -hmm. you're raising your hand. Thank you. So, play, what's up? Uh, I was just, when you finished your thought, I hadn't, something I don't to know. Say. I was just oh, okay. talking. Uh, so,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do anybody else think when the phone rang and they were like, at his detention center. I was like, yo, Archie, that's your kid calling. Oh,
0: it's literally. that son
2: you were taking care of for oh, a while. Ricky, uh, Ricky yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't Dos think mad dog. that was kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, it was actually mad dog. Yeah, that's Uh, uh,
1: the whole episode. Following up on your theory, um, (laughs) on the theory we talked about, uh, the Game of Thrones vacation, um, with all the different uh, characters coming into their roles, uh, where does that leave Veronica? I don't know. And I think that's a big clue pointing to where I think that uh, Hermione is the Gargoyle King. Ooh, leaving her off the board. Exactly, so she's not someone that uh, the Gargoyle King is after.
2: Veronica was singing last episode, getting the fuck
0: out of Dodge. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, why then is Hermione so scared of Hiram, or is she just
1: pretending? I think she's just pretending. Okay, I think she's trying to play that's her role in their that relationship. Right, and she doesn't want Hiram to know that she's the Gargoyle King. I think, and you don't think Edgar is the Gargoyle King? Uh, no, because he like is. we talked about, he's doing something else. Uh, it's just weird to me for someone who's running such a specific thing, the farm, to also be like, I'm also running another very specific thing that encompasses everything I'll else. I'll
0: throw this out at you uh, that occurred to me towards the end of the episode because I was kind of on board until I started thinking about this. Uh, because we know Edgar preys on people's traumas, if he created a situation where the entire town is traumatized and dealing with death all the time, they're
1: better prey for the farm, Right. So the gargoyle king is a way of creating more farmies cuz I could, I would also yes. argue that the farm is a uh, a very obvious response to all this trauma created by the gargoyle right. king. So it's but chicken working and egg both ways potentially. Yeah, uh, or also in the but working uh, not necessarily as one unit, but maybe as as two separate things. That now here's reflect the other thing I'll other. throw
0: out you that doesn't fit with any of this stuff whatsoever. So, uh, Majid Abic posted on her Instagram a picture. She's shadowing the director for the second to last episode of the season, uh, episode twenty one, and uh, she was like, "Epic shoot, we're shooting nights and days," um, and she hashtagged it. Um, I'm forgetting the exact title, but I believe it's The Horrible Secret of Harvest House, is what she hashtagged it. So I looked it up. Uh, There is a very old miniseries from NBC from 1978 and book that it's based on. They're both supposed to be fine, so you don't have to check them out. The miniseries is like four hours long uh, called The Horrible Secret, The Dark Secret of Harvest Home. Uh, which is basically the same thing And it's about an insular farming community That's very focused on corn And it's basically like a wicker man type corn. Thing. Like that's the short version of it um, But they a Family moves from the big city to the town Some of the people in the family End up having seizures Which end up getting cured by people there uh, They're very obsessed with this ritual Called Harvest Home That's coming down the way uh, And like a lot of stuff on Riverdale It certainly made me think If that is actually inspiring the to last episode it would make a lot of sense that the farm is a total wicker man situation where they're leading up to some sort of harvesting type ritual where somebody is going to be killed right
1: is, yeah
2: is that the one with nicholas cage being completely out the of base, his- the base yeah yeah, yeah that okay. one that's wicker
1: man yeah yeah um yeah i mean we talked a lot about is the farm good is the farm bad and uh, we all you guys joke but you know the farm is bad I, I still don't know if the farm is the big bad. Uh, the farm is clearly taking advantage of people and not doing uh, good things. You were um, killing but, me, Smalls. But I don't know if the farm is going to be what is going to eventually be killing people in Riverdale. Because the Gargoyle King can't, is evil. There's no way the Gargoyle King is like, actually, I'll help you take down the farm. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Here,
0: here's my thought right now is I think you can't trust Edgar, but I don't know about the farm. Right. I think that's the se- uh, separation there.
1: Fuck you. But also, I could see it (laughs) being like Edgar is helping people work through. It's an intense form of. Shut uh, up. Just wait. It's an intense form of therapy where people are dealing with their traumas, and that's his belief system and blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. As we all know from the uh, second season, Chick was the hero of Riverdale. (laughs) I think the farm has really taken that place this season.
1: Yeah. The farm is like is the new chick. I hate you guys. <laughs> Think about it. Chicken's chick. <laughs> it's right there. Farm. I hope she right ends up being on the farm. Just, like, just oh hanging out there? He's just like, hey, Betty. Great. <laughs> well, so, like, yeah. What?
0: <laughs> that would be nice. I'd like that a lot. Uh, before we wrap up, MVP of the episode, who won the episode in your eyes? Justin, why don't you go first? Who?
1: tough call. So much going on this episode. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Betty. Great Betty up. Um, How often would you give it to Betty? I'd give it uh, one day this day. <laughs> uh, this, day on, this day only day. Um, I thought she she's such a crusader in this episode. I loved all of her stuff. Just like listening mm-hmm. on this like ham the radio. The pillow
2: talk she had with Jughead. Yeah, we didn't even fat talk attack. about the nude, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the nude scene. Yeah. <laughs> the nude scene.
1: The <laughs> nude scene. What,
2: a, there what is, were you watching? They weren't, they weren't wearing tops well, for but sure. I was
1: saying, it... it we don't see a lot on Riverdale of the characters where they're like clearly not wearing clothes. Yeah. Usually, the, even the sex scenes, it's like they're Bras, just start just having goes, sex and, yeah. and then they we cut away. Right. And they this, put, a, put a veil over themselves right, and exactly. hide in a sheet. But this one, to to sort of be with them when they're just like waking up, I was like, oh, this is weird. We haven't seen this before, and I thought it was. Fun. Different and weird.
2: I thought it was great. I love the pillow talk. They even comment on the pillow talk.
1: Uh, do you ever think Archie is like looking on from next door, <laughs> just like uh, yeah,
2: he's got a telescope and he's like, thinking
1: oh. like, oh, I'll see you soon, Betty, when I'm dating you. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> that worry. is no. that gets.
0: I I used to be on the same page as you. That gets farther and farther away every single episode. <laughs> Hell
1: yeah, it does. there are clues. There are clues. No, what nope. clues? None. Jughead and Betty are. They're fine, but they're all business. They're like two no, trains. You're are you are just talking about, about the nude scene? scene. Yes, they're nude, but they, we don't know if they've been having sex. Oh, they're like oh, nude friends. Yes. They're great nude friends. Right. I <laughs> play with my friends nude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, maybe when Jughead said, this is a great pillow talk, they were actually talking about buying new pillows. Exactly.
1: For they're talking about upgrading. Yeah. MVP? Uh, my MVP? Yeah. That's uh, why I pointed at you and said MVP. I thought you were calling him the MVP of okay, the podcast. I'm going to
0: say Betty
2: this week, maybe next week. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. oh, my God. Yeah, Are we doing a triple Betty right now? I don't see. No, Let's see what you say. Betty. You haven't said yet. Oh, what the am I going to say? Betty all
0: day er day. <laughs> Yeah, woman she was just phenomenal. She was just really good this episode, and like I mentioned, yeah. the milkshake takes oh, were great. Um, I like her being take. proactive, pushing through no matter what. I love the character. I love uh, seeing her interact with the farm and not take anybody's shit, including Cheryl's. Like just the look she gave Cheryl all episode. Good stuff. Withering. Fantastic. Absolutely withering. If you would like to not wither, but in fact help <laughs> us grow, An- patreoncom oh, yeah. say
1: even blossom. Ooh.
0: Ooh, uh, like Cheryl Blossom. Jason Blossom. Patreon.com slash comic book club. We have a bunch of fun bonuses for you guys. You can check out there, including a Patreon Slack that is full of theories and stuff, as well as plenty of talk about unions and things like that, which is interesting. It's taken a little bit a of an interesting of bacon, turn. Obviously.
2: Oh, yeah. Bacon's a big one. Yeah. Uh, what else do you want to plug, Pete? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we
0: have on our live show.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and at Riverdale Dark. Also on
0: Instagram at Riverdale After. We put up little pictures every day and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> oh, it's pretty nice. Also, Comic Book club at for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you
1: after dark. <laughs> Watch the corn.